Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. We're live. We're back. We're assholes. We're anal sex. We're oh, come yeah. with come all over our eyelids. Put it inside me. Shoot a load and don't tell me. If we had to fuck, you know, you know what I mean. Like it was like, oh, sure. I'll give you a million bucks, whatever it is, ten million, million whatever. Wow. You know, we'll give lower. you season tickets to the Mariners. What? Mar- how would we fuck? What would I do? Missionary? I'm fucking you. Well, doggy. I'd prefer oh. to bang you just for the uh, herp reasoning. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't want herpes in your ass. And you want to get jizzed on, so everybody wins. Yeah, but I don't want to be fucked in the butt. I don't want to be fucked How in the ass. How do you know? Do you like a finger? What do you mean? You know if you want something. I mean, ah. I might not want it and then like it. That's yes, possible. That's what I'm getting at. But I certainly don't want it. <laughs> I'll fuck you for the sake of the fantasy. Wait a minute. How did we, how did we flip that? Well, I started it. All right. You, you flipped it. I started and you flipped. You asked. No, I'm saying that they, the people that are going to give us the season tickets, they want me to fuck you. <laughs> I got to talk to these ticket holders. Wait a minute. Season ticket, I don't want where you are. I forgot about that. Ooh, that was a big hit, the by, season ticket. By the way, Del Rey, Dean Del Rey, our buddy. Oh, uh, aficionado to the rock and roll. I mean, he knows everything about ACDC. He happened to be wearing a Highway to Hell shirt, ironically, wow. when I brought up the topic. That might have been a tattoo. But he's he is sensitive about it. Like, as soon as I was like, you ever hear about this Highway to Hell? And he's like, it's not the N-word. He's like, they didn't say that they're good guy. Like, well, he said it like it was. I was talking about his uncle. He better get on iTunes, because we listened to it 18 18- times well the way he explained it he actually convinced me he was like because he sang he's a singer ah and he can sing just like uh uh bond so he he said a good point he's like the guy's got like a thick scottish accent he's an alcoholic heroin addict maniac sure and he's like if you listen he doesn't enunciate a lot of words like he's like he's a scottish fucking lunatic yeah and so like the way he sang he's like it just he doesn't hit words so he's like so he says it real Wompy, wompy, and wacky. All right, well, but, I mean, I felt like bad. I had to be like, I, 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 I didn't say. It. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. What does he care? He's not in the band. He loves the band. I said he had an African American friend when they were younger who was like, "Fuck this band, they suck." I'm oh. like, I get the feel. I've had people like be like, "Pearl Jam sucks," and I'm like, "You piece of shit, let me at him." You know? I see. I see. So I think it was like one of those deals. It was. It was quite. Uh, it was. Sweet that he took it really. Right. He was like, "Hey man, I'm not, I'm not here to hear any of that shit." Yeah, and you don't Dean, come around talking about ACDC. He doesn't fuck around. He keeps it all close to the vest. That guy, the he, leather vest. He's a good man. I, I bet he could kick some ass. By the way, I mean maybe before his motorcycle accident. No, I he's, bet he's he's got a couple pins and rods in him now that don't agree with him. <laughs> I bet that guy could beat some ass. All right. I think. I don't know. But anyways. How about Suge Knight going to jail? Suge Knight? Isn't he dead? No. He's threw, around. I threw him off a balcony. No, no. He threw other people off. Oh, I'm misunderstanding the story. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Oh. He uh, ran over a guy in the 90s, and they now he's just going to jail for it. 90s? I thought that was more recently. Oh, maybe he's done it a few times. He's, he's, he's a runner-overer, but he's a... Uh, He's a scary son of a bee. He's a bad person, it seems like. Yeah. I don't mean I don't want this getting out there so we don't get uh, shot Shugged. or whatever. That was like a big thing. Did you have that in like the nineties, early nineties, where like if you wore like Chicago Bulls, yes. it was red, like, you're gonna get killed. Right, and, right. Because like the the bloods or whatever. It was like a whole thing. Everyone was afraid. And, like I remember there was a guy, he was like a cop, and his, I went to school with his kid, and like he knew about the gang units and the bloods and the crypt. So he was like, no, no, guys, don't wear Chicago Bulls stuff. Yep. And so then he had to like wear like a Charlotte Hornets, and everyone was like, the Hornets suck. Alonzo Morning ah, blows. It was like a whole thing. Right, right. Because no one has the Hornets. No one's going to wear that color. The blue. That like gay blue. Right, right. The baby blue. Baby, gaby, gaby blue. There it is. Gaby blue. That's, that could be a title. See, I went to public school. Well, you Did you guys have a, it was all about starter jackets. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starter, starter was, was huge, hit. huge. Which we've talked about this before. Everyone always says public school. I don't know anyone that went to private school. What? 
Maybe Sam, I guess. Yeah, he went. Everyone always said it's a big punchline. Oh, public school. I went to public school. I'm like, who the mm. fuck didn't go to public school? I think a lot of people didn't, and uh, a lot of people do the whole. I did the whole gamut. I did public, private, Catholic, community college, regular college. Mm. Did the whole thing, and I did online college, which whew, that was easy. I just did K through twelve. No preschool. No college. Nothing. I did K through twelve. Public. That was it. Never, never looked back. You got in, you got out. I look back quite a bit, actually. But yeah, people always look back. Why do they say that? So, anyways, what do I do? I fuck you, missionary, or from behind, or what are we doing? Uh, or maybe like a side thing, an in between, where you're in the fetal position, and I'm just. That's the way to go. I don't want to. I don't want to look at you, missionary. I'm looking up at your your big noggin. But it's fun to hold an ankle when having sex with a woman. My experience: a nice well, ankle hold, a foot hold. If you're gonna hold my ankles, you're gonna have to really prop me because you need my butt hole exposed. Yeah, you got to really push it back there. Yeah, so I'll be doing some bending, which I should get into yoga, I guess. I also always worry. I see these 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 gay sex. I watch a lot of gay sex if I can. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not. I didn't know that. But um, but missionary. Wouldn't you be worried that if you're receiving in the missionary, aren't you worried that your ball's going to get squished? Because my balls hang down by my asshole. My balls or your balls? The balls are the person whose legs are in the air. Oh, The that's person me. receiving, like my ball bag drips over my asshole. Same. It's like a trap door. So it's like, it's like a curtain. If you're fucking me missionary, my balls are going to be getting hammered. Squished. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I'd, I'd have to like throw them over your belly button area. <laughs> they reach. They hit my nipples. <laughs> Ooh, like a continental soldier. Oh, boy. My farts might be kicking in. So I had oatmeal again and uh, oh yeah, a burrito. I had oatmeal last night, and I used made it with oat milk. So I had a whole oat incestual thing going. I don't know what this oat milk. You just showed me this carton. I don't get it. They're getting milk out of everything. They're going to have a laptop milk soon. <laughs> but let me just say this about the sack. I, I got a, got a real droopy bag of hammers back here. And I was dating this girl in college, Lib. That was her name. Lib? Her name was Liz, but everybody called her Lib. Yeah, (laughs) Liptard. And uh, it was pre-Liptard days, so I hadn't come up with that. But uh, she was the scary lady. Like She was like a soccer player, scary, mean, cunty chick, which kind of made her hot, but it was also terrifying. Yeah. And she would come over, and she was like, she would call me, be like, I'm coming over to fuck. So you better be ready. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, my God. This is a dream. I was terrified. And if I jizzed too early, she would flip. Oh. She would get so angry. And it was college, so I'm jizzing in four seconds. You got a flippy lib. Yes. Lip flip. So she came over. She was coming over. She's on her way. She had a big truck, too. She's peeling out. I heard the the, the gravel. It sounds sounds like she's for sure a lesbian. She might be. Yeah. She was a huge size queen. A limbo. uh-huh. Lesbo, Limbo. All right, yeah, right. was a, so, all right. Size queen, Lesbo with the gravel. Yes, truck and soccer player, mind you. And she had this. She had a brother, and her brother was like this beefy, big, strapping guy with a huge dong. She'd be like, "Oh, my brother's got a huge dick," and I was always like, "This is weird." She knows about her brother's dick. Yeah, he's in the shower. He comes out. I don't know. But she would always compare my dick to her brother. It was a very strange situation. But uh, boy, she, she was coming over once, and I was like, "All right, I'm ready." But my balls were right down to the floor, and I had to get ice cubes and press them against the cods. Why? Because I wanted them to scoop up <laughs> the cold wind, you know, the, the temp. But what difference does it make? She, she was she was didn't like your long balls? Nobody likes a long ball. I, I mean, to, look, sorry. But once you start fucking, the balls come in. When you're close to coming, the, the balls have to that's be close true. to your body. That's true, but you got that's once you're in there. I'm, I'm getting blown first and maybe a little handy or something. You want the balls up. Yeah, the balls come up though, because I always feel that way. I have long balls because they, they'll slap. But once you're getting, yes. once you're aroused and coming, they get real tight in there because they yeah. want to. They don't want to have to shoot the cum a long distance, so they get right. really close to your asshole and your yes. dick, so they can just go. Pshoo. But isn't it weird how when you when it's cold out, your balls will go up because they will go to the body for heat. Oh yeah, it's all about the temperature. Yeah, that's why I had the ice. Mm-hmm. Ice baby. So I used to watch a lot of uh, CFNM. Closed female naked man. Nice. Yeah. Well, we learned about this earlier in the pod history. Ah. Years ago. Yeah, and, and all the girls. It was fascinating because you got the truth out of women for once. They'd be like, they'd have a guy standing in front of them with a boner, and they'd go, "That's a nice dick. It's a little thin. I prefer to be like an inch longer, and the balls. I, I prefer the balls to be more up." And I remember really? hearing that, being like, "I knew it." Interesting. I feel like women, most women, I think, just ignore the balls. They don't care about the balls. They don't yeah. look. They don't notice. It's like a you just look away. It's like us with the uh, 
Well, I guess we don't have a body part that we don't look at. Uh, yeah, the bottom of the feet, maybe the personality. I love a bottom of the feet. I hold those ankles. I'll, I'll look at the bottom of the foot, the uh, ass cheek I love, the asshole. I get right in there. I put a fucking magnifying yeah. glass in there. Same, same. Like I got know a, about the diet. a meat thermometer in there. I'm trying to think. With, with the armpit? I don't know. I like an armpit. I'm fine with an armpit. Uh, turkey neck. Uh, I also have a very attractive fit. Lady, like if I had yeah, a, if I was dating helps. Liv, I might not be looking at her well, neck. She was a hot piece. I mean, I remember she was a big dyke soccer player. Oh right, but, I, I dated a woman who she was uh, like Greek and Italian, and she had to shave her face and neck. Like she had uh. like hair. Yeah, yeah. It was a very brief date, but uh, I was I could see the stubble, so I'd have to look oh. away from that. Which I don't want to judge. I mean, ladies, some ladies, you know, you're born with some hair. You're a hairy gal. Maybe your dad's hairy, or it skips a generation, whatever it is. But like. So I, I think you're a fine person, but I don't want to see a, a face double on a lady. No, no, you don't want to see that. It, it feels like as a guy, you can't talk about what you what you don't want on a lady, but I feel like women can do it all day. Well, we certainly have done it our whole life. I think but it, trying to flip it. I mean, it's, but every TV show, movie, podcast is guys talking about what they like to see in a woman. I think. Well, it's also one of. The, I mean, we could really dive into the deep end. Dive here. in. I got nowhere to be. All right, I'm diving. So. Hold your nose. It's weird that, and I have a joke about this, so I don't want to get too bitty, but like, if a gay guy grabs a girl's tits, everybody's fine with it. And I'm like, why? It's still a guy grabbing a woman. They go, well, he's not attracted to women. I'm like, so what? If I do it, it's a crime because I like it? I don't get why. Why does one make it a crime and one not? Well, I assume that, I think, though, they're not randomly doing it. Like, they, the woman has a relationship with the gay man. Like, uh, I don't think gay men are just walking up to women on the subway and grabbing their tits. Sure, okay, I'll give you that. You're right. But if I have a relationship with a woman, I'm not saying I want to do it or I will do it. I'm just saying the gay friend does it, okay. The not gay friend does it, not okay. Right. I find that strange. It is strange. I mean, I've had that before with girls that I'm dating, uh, even my current wife now in the, in the past, where, like, I remember my ex-girlfriend... She had a good friend who was a gay guy, and they kissed on the mouth. Right. And I was like, I was like, don't ever do that. What are you crazy? Yeah. She's like, oh, he's gay. I've known him for years. But I'm like, yeah, so but what? you got your lips on a guy's mouth. What are exactly. you saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't, I don't want you to kiss a fucking right. guy on the mouth. So you can kiss a, a lesbo, a limbo. And it's also like he's gay, but that doesn't mean you're not turned ah. on. He's still a handsome guy kissing you. Now we're talking. And it's like, I gotta, I mean, I'm not a fucking like old school douche. I'm not like a jealous guy, but you're like, I can't have my girlfriend kissing guys on the mouth. I'm not that, <laughs> what, what, what am I, a fucking. I mean, what's that? You could just rail her in the anal. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. Well, he's gay. And yeah, say, he's so gay. I don't he's fuck me. The ass. Who cares? That part's weird. But I think, I think the the women that gay guys are grabbing them, they're, they have a relationship and they've talked about it. It's their choice to be okay with it i guess i don't I, know yeah I, i'm just trying to keep it all squared away here yeah you gotta all be right. square all right so back to what i was that was just a side jizz a what side was my dive. original point I, I still haven't figured out how we're gonna fuck each other but oh, um wait. the original we'll point that. we talked about the ball bag lib oh, shit libtard jizz in my asshole what was that oh boy oh, period blood you put the ice on the balls yeah she had a dad her brothers there. had a big dick which is weird yeah big brother dong sounds like lib fucked her brother to that's be what i'm thinking it i mean that would solve a lot of problems what problems would it solve well she <laughs> climate quite, change she'd get over it i think oh. <laughs> climate change. so what uh, <laughs> So where where are we? I, don't, I can't I don't remember know. now. We Wait. need This is with Shelby. We need Shelby. Wait. Oh, I just had it, and I lost it. Oh, dick cheese. It was something about women um, in the gay, doing the thing with the gays. Oh, sycamore tree. What was me that? sideways. What was the gay? What started us off in the gay stuff? I got off on it. I said, I'm going to go on a whole deep dive here. and I'd like to get off on a gay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't done. know. Live. Maybe it was done. No, not done. Not done by a long shot. Uh, damn it. We're still recording, right? Yeah, All yeah. Right. What was that? Shit. Hold on. We can, let's retrace. All right. We're tra retracing. So we're talking about Lib. I'd get my balls squished because that's way gone, right? Oh! Okay, you got it. I got something. All right, but it might be we, it. Men, women can talk about what they don't like in a man oh, right, physically, yes. and men can't talk about what they Okay. 
So I hear girls talk about this all day. The girlfriend, her friends are always like, "Ugh, guy with a ponytail." Ugh, mm-hmm. or like he had this, or he was too clean shaven. Ugh. But if a guy goes, "Yeah, you know, she was a little fat," everybody yeah. goes, "Whoa, whoa, you pig, you monster!" I'm like, "Well, she did the whole thing on the ponytail." Yeah. That's, that's all I was getting at. It's tricky. It's definitely it's tricky. tricky. But sometimes tricky. it's a thing. Well, this is what I'm saying too. Is like, I don't think that they're a bad person. Or they shouldn't be allowed to work or live I, their lives. I agree. I'm just saying what I'm personally attracted to. Yes. Like yes. if a girl has, uh, you know, her eyes are uneven. I'm like, I don't care for the crooked eye. Yeah, I, I don't care for a cock eye either. But, you know, a girl will be like, oh, if he's less than six foot, don't talk to me. Yep. And everybody's like, all right, yeah, that's that's what she likes. But if yeah. a guy goes, eh, if she's 800 pounds, I'm out. And they go, whoa, well, what about her personality? Well, I think I think it's because women have been held to this standard and they're getting it. raped, the whole situation. It's a lot. There's a lot of uh, off-putting shit, and so we have to yeah. just kind of take it because we've done well, I think. I guess that's what it is. I just, that's all I need to hear. If you tell me that, I go, okay, I got it. But right. there's all this dancing around the dick hole that I don't know what the hell we're doing. Great tune. Yes. Dancing on the dick hole. Chuck Berry. Aha. Uh-huh. He filmed it. Uh well let me let's should we should we jump into some business? Let's biz. I don't have I don't have this is what I got. I got a bunch of I went to the museum and it was great. <laughs> Those are the stories I got. I mean last week I had the, the couple fucking in my house. That was something. Well, I've been telling that at cocktail parties and killing. I mean I'll give you credit, but it's it's a great New York tale. I've been telling it at vag tale parties. Aha. Uh-huh. The opposite of cock. Vag. Check out the podcast Vag for God's sakes. It's my wife's podcast with Adrian and uh, we need some Very listeners. Funny. Some Very more funny. listeners. Very funny. What? Oh, can I throw this out? Throw some stuff out. I'm telling you. I mean, I got a I, bunch of like I went to a restaurant that I liked. This is my stories for the right. week. I just got a I just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Big three five. Wow. Thought it'd be a lot further along career wise, but I'm not complaining. Starting to go by too fast. Too fast. I am going by. So uh the girl says, ah, it's your birthday. What do you want? I said, this is what I want. I'm taking a night off, which is rare. Uh-huh. I'll do whatever. I just want you to figure it out. That's how I want my gift. Because uh-huh. I hate that shit. With, it's your birthday. What do you want to do? I don't know what I want to do. I want to sit at home and jerk off is what I want to do. I want to. I want you to you know, put your lips on my penis. All right. Why don't you say that? I did. Okay. But you know, I still want to go out, but I was like, I want you to figure it out. Uh huh. And that was it. That to me, that's because I hate the. What do you? What? What should we do? Where do you want to eat? What do you like? And I'm like sitting there, like googling Greek food in Williamsburg. Yeah, it's too much. So I just said, "You figure it out." She said, "All right, fine." She came up with a hell of a night, if I may say so. Dinner at Blue Ribbon. Ah, my favorite. You've been. I've many times. It's my favorite. It's my go-to spot. So we do dinner at Blue Ribbon. I got a nice. Uh, I threw on a blazer. Uh huh. Why the hell not? She throws on a nice dress. Then, jazz club. Ooh, which one? Uh, well, we went to Smalls. I, I, I'll get to the whole thing. It was, I'll give you the. Let me paint the whole jizz. All right. All right. So, in proper Norman fashion, I go. Let's walk to dinner. It's in Soho. Uh huh. And I live in the West Village, so I say let's pretty walk. Pretty close. Dinner. Pretty close. Yeah. Fifteen minute walk. Maybe. Okay. And I go, let's get a couple road beers for the walk. Uh-huh. So now we're walking down 7th Avenue. We got a bottle of beer and a brown bag. And we're wearing blazers. A nice, crisp night. It was perfect. So we walk down there. We finish our beers. We throw them out. Sit on a bench for a little while. Make out. Ooh, then we go, into the, we go into the restaurant. Boom! Most Deaf is at the table next to oh, us. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a celeb haunt. I didn't know that. Well, I've, I've only gone there with celeb. Aha. Uh-huh. Got it. So I go, oh, wow, Moe Jeff, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Look at that, all right. And then he gets up, and he sh- eight people hug him. They go, oh, my God, Moe's Jeff, I didn't know you were here because he got up and everybody knew, and they all know each other. He's got an entourage. No, no, these are other tables. Uh-huh. And I think they're all in the record biz or something. Ah, uh, it's a very hip, cool hang. It's also, it, this is why one of the reasons it's so popular it's one of the only late-night, high-end food joints. That's, they serve food to like, four. That's exactly right. So that's it's a big spot. Yeah, this place is lunch. Very lunch. Or dinner. Or dinner. Or supper. Or a dry sock after a wet sock. Ah, sneaky 50. So uh, we go in, and most def's there. That's pretty cool. It looks great in person. Handsome man. Then in walks Quest Love. Whoa, daddy. Yeah, not too bad. And You've also, met him or huh? seen him. Well, yes, we bet him. Tonight Show. Tonight Show. He's friends with Schubert, the whole Seller, thing. Seller, he's always over there. He loves comedy. 
But I can't get the gall to say hello. No. What am I? Who am I? I've, I've met him eight times. I did tonight's show. I've made the guy laugh. If you watch my YouTube, you can hear him chuckling. Yeah, but even then, you're still like, he's like, what? What is this? Exactly. I always think about Seinfeld talking about people run into him. I mean, obviously, he's got some qualities that are not appealing always. He's a but cunt. People will come up to them and go, hey, I was in Seinfeld. And he's like, like I remember them. Like, you right. think I remember every character? And right. you're like, that's so hurtful to me. I'm like, well, I was on your show. Yeah. It feels like a decent in. It's a decent in. But he's like, get out of here. I don't remember everyone that was on my show. Ah. I hated that interview. Decent in or hotel. Uh, what interview? The way he said that. Uh-huh. Where he's like, I get people. I think it was like a commentary for the DVD. He's like, people will come up to me and be like, hey, I played so-and-so on the show. And he's like, I don't care. I don't know who you are. Right, right. But you're like, geez, you can't even, you can't, ah, wow. whatever. I get it. I get it from both points, but uh, it's still hurtful. He All could right. be hurtful. So I don't want to go, and she's like, just go say hi to him. He, you did the show. I'm like, yeah, but he's done 8,000 shows this year. I, I, I'm just another idiot. Who cares? And I can't do it. So I leave him alone. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, we racked up that bill pretty high. Well, you're not paying for dinner. It's amazing. I pay for everything. Uh-huh. I'm just one of those guys. And boy, oh, boy. I mean, first of all, the bill came, and it was... Well, it's a very expensive restaurant. It was up. To, we had drinks and appetite. We got the oysters. And I'm like, it's unbelievable. I can't imagine how people live like this. I felt guilty when the bill came. I was like, you sure? She's like, it's your birthday. I got it. I'm like, she's like, you pay for everything. I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. But it still feels weird. But she makes a lot of money, I thought. She does or, pretty well, good, yeah. Good money. I'm just saying. I'm just so used to it. It's It's got to be. It's nice to live like a lady. Uh-huh. Or a hot lady, I should say. Yeah. Minus the rape. So, uh, yeah, so then we eat there, most definitely, great night, we leave, then we walk over to, ah, what's that place, it's right next to fucking Stonewall, <sighs> it's called like Club 22 or something, it's right on Christopher Street, uh, very hip. Don't know it. And so this kid's outside, and we, I see a band playing in there, and we just want some live music, so, you know, I got a half a buzz on, I'm like, hey buddy, what's cooking over here, and he goes... Oh, and he sums us, he looks us up and down, sums us all up. He's like a probably 25-year-old kid, and he goes, well, it's clear you guys are tourists, so uh, I guess you can come in here. This is pretty good. Or you can go down to Smalls. That's trad jazz. And I'm like, all right, well, you can tell he's like totally big-timing us. Mm. And he's, uh, I'm like, well, how much is it at Smalls? He's like, $20 cover, you know, and that's you got to stay the whole time. I'm like, I don't want to, I'd rather like be able to go in and out. And he's like, well, if you like that trad jazz, but this is more like indie bongo shit. And I'm like, what? And I go, I just, I, I hate this kid. He's completely talking down to us. So I go, hey, hey, I live a block away. Uh-huh. And he goes, you look like a tourist. I go, I've lived here 10 years. He go, I go, why do I look at tourists? He goes, you're holding a bag. <laughs> a bag? I got a bag of leftovers. Everyone's got a bag. And it's, it's leftovers. Bags. I got a long bag. I don't know anyone that doesn't have a bag. All bags. I'm a bag lady. So... Bad boy. My, my uh, the lady just kind of gets into it with this guy, and she's like, "We got it, all right." And he keeps going. He keep because no one listens to him. You can tell he finally has a shot to like talk about what he knows. Yeah. And he, I'm like, "What's trad jazz?" He's like, "You don't know trad jazz? Traditional? I didn't know that." Well, I'm just putting it together. Yeah, here. I didn't put that because it sounds like a thing. It could be tragic, I guess. I guess he was tragic. So I was like, "All right, we got it." So I just go, "All right, all right we're, we're we're leaving. You lost two customers. We were about to go in. He pushed us out." He was the door guy. Bad door guy. <laughs> Just a big dork. You can tell he's probably from you know Cincinnati. He's, he's, he's got his job there. They don't want him in the in the bar, so they let him do the door sidewalk work. He's a dork guy. Aha, uh-huh. dork. So uh, he's a dork jam. Horrible band. So we go to Arthur's Tavern Ooh. right here next to Big Gay Ice Cream. I see. And you go in. It's just. A bar with jazz. These guys were cooking. Oh, really? Great. I highly recommend. It's a great date spot. Real New Yorkers in there, like people from the neighborhood, and uh, just a killer act. Just bing, bing, be bopping and scatting the whole night. And I had a couple more pops and uh, came back here and you get that beige. Did it up. Birthday beach. At the beach earlier. That's nice. Can I just say this though? Please. A lot of times these people, you're mad for saying, "What do you want to do?" But it sounds like. Maybe your girlfriend's thoughtful. She's trying to find out what you want to do. She cares. She's completely thoughtful. She completely cares. And of course I get it and I appreciate it. The whole like, hey, what are we going to do? But you figure it out. I got I you. I figure everything else out. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. All right. All right. 
That's fair. That's what I want for my gift. That's all. Sounds like a good gift. A great gift. Sounds like a great night. I love it. Fun night. Great meal. Great jazz. Most deaf. Love it. What well, do you got? I, last night I went to, I was down in your neighborhood, I went to the IFC Theater and saw this movie called Blaze. Ooh. Directed by Ethan Hawke, who's one of my favorite artists of any kind. I love Ethan Hawke. He is He's just good. great and wise and smart. But this movie, you got to check it out, Blaze. It's about this uh, musician named Blaze Foley, singer-songwriter who lived a wild life. Real guy? Real guy. All right. Big, uh, big fat, bearded fella. Tragic life, tragic guy. You know how it goes. Great movie, really well done, well directed. The music's great. Sad. I mean, we cried like little girls. It is a trag life. Yes, trag. Trag country. So, a uh, great movie. And then we, we walked around. Beautiful night last night in the village. Beautiful. It feels good. There's nothing better than having the night off when you get back from the road. Just yes. Go, you relax, you hang out. We strolled around. We ordered takeout. Mr. Chicken in Queens, Ooh-wee. which. Plenty of people have emailed me been like, thanks for telling me about Mr. Chicken. This place that. is phenomenal. Autumn in New York. There's nothing like it. Autumn in New York. Uh, but uh, I was in Cleveland. I want to give a quick plug. Dirty Old Boston on Instagram. If you're from Boston, New England, even if you're not, check out at Dirty Old Boston. They're sending me some T-shirts. They're a fan. Mm. And they got all these great old Boston photos. Ooh. And uh, they sell cool old T-shirts, too. So check out Dirty Old Boston. These guys are really hip and cool and i don't know if they're hip i don't know why yeah. i said that but well, they're, they're really nice dirty old great member of the wu-tang d-o-b as ah, you can see you got that right you can cut call me dirty one of them cut his dick off oh that's unpleasant yeah well i was out there in cleveland and i, I got a i got a big announcement to make i got a big oh, thing to so put out I. here you, you go all right all right i gotta really put it out there folks putting it out I'm ashamed of myself. Ooh. I hate myself. I want to. I want to spread my own asshole open, stick my face in there for a half hour after eating oatmeal. This is a, a first, I believe. This is big, folks. I don't know what I was talking about. I don't even know who I am with this Cincinnati, Cleveland stuff. I'm in love with Cleveland. I'm head over heels All over right, Cleveland. Thank love you. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Wow. I hope you burn to the ground, you Kentucky fucking losers. Whoa, you heard it here first, Jizz. Icky Wids can blow me. I hate that guy. Fucking Jose <laughs> Rijo, Barry Larkin. They all suck. Cincinnati Cleveland. stinks. Yes, Cleveland's killer. Cleveland's killer. You got Garfield and Jim Tomey and, uh, you know, Carey. fucking Drew Carey and rock and roll, whatever. Uh, Alan Freed. And the Italian joint. Mama Santa, I mean, I've talked about it a lot. Mama Santa, this this restaurant, I want to eat the pussy of the owner and blow the fucking uncle of the Whee! the cook. I don't care if she's bleeding marinara. I mean, you got to go there. I've talked about it many times. Mama Santa, they got homemade noodles, homemade meatballs. The meatballs, I ordered appetizer meatballs, then I meatballs to go, and then meatballs during the lunch. I had 12 meatballs. Wow, those are big balls, a lot of balls. They're like melty chocolate. You, I don't know how they make them. They're soft. They just fall apart in your mouth. The homemade noodle, it's great. Family-owned and operated since, you know, oh, yeah. 1871 or whatever. You got to put ice on those balls. Took the train down. I've never taken the subway in Cleveland. and it's, What? Uh, it's quite a... I didn't know they had one. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a subway. It's a, it's above ground, I uh, think. What? But it's is Quite it, a situation. Is it modern? It's or, modern. It looks like a subway, but like it's a few cars. There is a subway. It is underground at one point. I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, it took the public transit. It's it's quite a scene. Not great, yeah. uh, but it's nice. I like to get on all the public transit. It's fun. Went down to Little Lily. Went over to Lakeview Cemetery, which you got to check out if you're in Cleveland. We went to the James Garfield tomb. Whoa. Which is spectacular. It's the, I put a bunch of photos on the Instagram, at Joe Comedy. Please follow us, for God's sake. Started doing Insta stories. Thanks for saying nice things. It's this huge monument and tomb. He was assassinated, but he didn't die from the wounds. They kept using dirty tools. Oh. Dirty old Boston tools. Yeah. And it went off like, he was only in office for 200 days, and uh, they used all these fucking nasty tools. He got infected. But you can go look at his casket. Because it's a tomb. You walk right down there. Wow. And his Cassie's the flag draped over. His wife is there. His two kids are uh, cremated and just sitting there. But you're like. The wife's there? Yeah. Hanging out? But you're. Well, she's dead. Ah, Long dead. This I is see. 18. I he remarried a young lady. Something. Uh, but yeah, he got shot and died. And you can just. You're just looking at his casket. It's amazing. The building's insane. They got all these old artifacts. Yeah. And uh, really cool. Alan Freed is buried there. Elliot Ness is buried Whoa, there. Oh, untouchable. And then uh, Paul Giamatti from American Splendor, whatever that guy's he name died? is. He died? Detka, Fetka, Fatka. Oh, Fatka, I know. The cartoonist? Yes. Yes. And they got all these pens and markers stuck in his grave, which is pretty cool. Bob Ross. No, that's oh, not him. Shit. He was the squirrel. He got eaten to death by squirrels. The guy who made the 
No. Africa Naka. Africa. Oh, Arthur yeah. ne- uh, Necktie. Mel Blanc. No, that ain't it. He was the voices. And uh, the cut dudes. Matt Groening. I'll pull up his... I'll, I'll, you, want, you want to know? You really want to know? I'll I'd pull like it right up. Harvey Picard. Harvey Picard. That's it. Oh, I can't believe I got that. Pulled right out of my subconscious anal. Beloved husband and guardian, life is about women, gigs, and being creative, is his quote on his cemetery. I mean, on his... Women, on his, what gigs, you call it? being creative. Hey, I can live with that. Yeah, well, you're Harvey Picard. Yeah, I'm a peak. Look at these meatballs. Look at that meatball. Wow. That's a Mama Santa meatball. Oh, God man. damn, it's good. But anyways, we went there. Then we went to some money museum in the old treasury building. It's a free half-hour tour. We learned about money. Spectacular building, the Heinen grocery store, the rooftop, the whole thing. We went down to the lake. We threw the baseball around. I went to Jacobs Field, Progressive Field, whatever it's called now. Been there a hundred times. Saw a walk-off grand slam by Jason Kipnis. I bought a box seat. I'm three rows back. I got to say this about this Cleveland stadium, though. Great stadium. Beautiful ballpark. I've been there. I've been there twice this year. Great city. But and maybe it's because they already clinched the division. But I, I hate this 2018 sports. Everyone's fucking idiotic. The crowd and the, granted it was a meaningless game. They already clinched. The crowd there only makes noise when it says "make some noise" uh, on the screen, and then as soon as it disappears. They get quiet again. Weird. It's like two on, two out in the eighth in a tie game, and the crowd just sitting there, and all of a sudden you hear cheering, and without fail, I'm like, oh, they're cheering. I look up at the big board. It says, louder. Like, uh. they have to be assisted. They're just idiots. Yeah, you just cheer when, you, when something good happens. I'm not saying Cleveland is idiot. I'm saying these people at this specific game, but I was like, this is depressing. That is. It's like, oh, this is, they have to be queued up to be into it. Right. And then they'll be like, yeah. They're cheering, and then like right before the pitch, it goes away, and they just get quiet again. Interesting. But it was quite an ending. It was one nothing uh, white uh, White Sox, and then bottom of the ninth, I think it was. Might have been the tenth. I think it was the bottom of the ninth. Jason Kipnis, Jew, yeah, grand salami deep into the right field bleachers. Everyone went crazy. Even I got into it. I'm a Sox fan, of yeah. course. I was emotional. I was like, that was crazy. They walk off. They dump Gatorade on his head. They fuck him in the ass. It was quite a night. Nice one, Jew. Nice win. Uh, was that so a that, Saturday? No, it was a Wednesday. Oh, Because I had to go in Wednesday for media on Thursday. Ah, at least you got a game in. A lot of media. I want to tell you all about hilarities. But first, we got a new sponsor. Oh! And this one is big. Baby. This one hits close to home. We love this. Love Audible. Big fan of Audible. I've been using Audible for years. Yes, you are. Have, yes, you are and have been. Guys, you got to go to audible.com slash Tuesday. Yes. Go get this going on. It's a special offer just for you guys. You can go on there. Audible is a great place to listen to some books. I mean, it's great, especially if you're on the road, you're, you're on, you fly a lot like we do, you're on the bus, you're in the car. Go yes. to audible.com slash Tuesday and get involved. I just read this book, Missoula, which I was telling oh, you about. yeah. I told my buddy Fred Canner, Jason's dad, great comic, great dad. I told him you gotta you gotta read this book, and he's like, "I'll get it on Audible." I swear to God, he said that. Audible's big, and I said, "Don't get it yet. Go to audible.com/tuesday and get it through us." You got that right. Some great things about Audible. This is why I love them. You can share audio excerpts from your favorite listens with anyone. How cool is that? I read something or I hear something I like. I send it right over to you. That's I appreciate cool. It. And they got the speed control. You can listen faster, slower. You know, sometimes these books can be a little tedious. You you juice that thing right up, and now you're getting the info twice as fast. Yes, you are. Uh, narration at the speed that suits you. Listen up with Audible. To start your 30-day trial, go to audible.com slash Tuesday or text Tuesday to 500500. That's audible.com slash Tuesday or text Tuesday to 500-500. Thank you. Yeah, audible.com slash Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So anyways, I'm at Hilarities all week. I want to thank everyone that came out. A lot of Tuesdays came out. We had one couple drive down from Detroit. Woo! 
love Cleveland. Which I'm coming back to Detroit in January, Royal so you don't Oak. have to drive. But uh, I did Hilarities, which is one of the best clubs. You really, there's a lot of great clubs, of course. We're on the road a lot, but that's one of those clubs. You circle the date. Oh, yeah. Best hotel in the business, Grand Hyatt, downtown. Beauty. Nothing like, what was that, 1920-something? Earlier, 1880. Woo! That thing's the arcade. Yes, the arcade. Had some good nights there. Beautiful old building. I mean, check out my Instagram, at Joe List Comedy. Uh, it, it, there's some beautiful pictures there. And they put me, this time, they put me in the tower on Euclid, looking down 4th Street. You can see the ballpark. And oh, all boy. I sat there for hours just watching 4th Street, which is the big street there in downtown Cleveland where all the bars, that's where the club is. Yep, yep, yep. Killer weekend, Sam the manager. Good egg. Good egg. Big fan of ours, which I appreciate. Shows were great. We had people there, a lot of Tuesdays, a lot of media, like I said. But every show was one of those ones where every show was good. Oh, wow. Was it one egg, one bad one? No Friday late, no drunk, no rowdy, no heckle. Late show Friday was killer. Both shows Friday were killer. The worst show of the weekend was late show Saturday, but still good. All right. They were a little tired, worn out, and it was a big weekend in Cleveland. Thursday night, did the show. Indians are playing downtown. The Browns are playing. You know, the Browns haven't won since 2016. Uh, The Browns stink. Yeah, they they stink, but their quarterback gets hurt. Rookie Baker Mayfield comes out out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. He comes Big comeback, wild comeback. The place goes crazy. The city of Cleveland is on fire. It's like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, LeBron. I ran back to my hotel to watch out my eighth floor tower of the hotel. Uh I got like a time lapse. People were fucking in the street. I fucked three women that night. It was wild. It was like V-Day. People were kissing, making out, grabbing pussies. VD day. The whole thing. I mean, it was a wild night. So fun times in Cleveland. I got into it. I was like, go Brown, because the Patriots, they've just been winning for 15 years. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, well, what's going on with that thing with the Cleveland city of Cleveland? Where they doing a free beer if they win? That was the thing. They that had all these it. beers locked in cases and yes. they won, so they did a digital unlocking the cases. And Is that mayhem? I feel like that would cause a, a riot. I'm not sure what happened there, because I went, I, I literally ran back to my hotel. I was like, I'm not dealing with any of this. No. I don't want to be out there. You're up because I had a view in the tower, so uh, save the clock tower. Tower power. Uh, so that was really exciting and thrilling, and Mama Santos was great. The Garfield tomb was killer. I, get, uh, I saw Go Pack Joe. Go Fun- Pack! And Crystal. Fun trivia. First show since the baby. Joe List and Hilarities. So thanks Whoa. for coming out. They got a sitter. The baby's 16 days old or whatever the you hell. You might have an impact on that baby's noggin. I hope so. Look well, the that. baby wasn't there. Oh, I thought they brought the baby. No, I told them they should bring the baby, but they can't bring the baby. They were thinking about They got tickets to come see us at the Hollywood Improv on October 30th, Halloween Eve. You got that right. But like, I don't know if we can do it because we have a baby. I was like, bring the baby. Who bring gives a shit? Baby. We'll bring the baby on stage and fuck with it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll poke it. That's why I peaked. Uh, uh, but well, anyway, I, it was killer, killer week. I got more stuff, but you, you well, go, and I'll me, try to find my shit. Let me just say this about about Cleve, Cleveland uh, hilarities is that you know what I love those clubs that know who we are and appreciate us coming. You know, they're like, "Oh man, I'm a big fan of you. I get your comedy. I like your stuff. Come to my club." Yeah, makes all the difference in the world. And when you go there, and some guys like, "Who are you?" Yes, huh? and they throw you an apron. You're like, "Well, no, I'm a comic." They go, oh, "Okay, huge." And then Nick, the owner, who I think is like. 76 years old or something. Yeah, he's a hot he's a hot dilf. But he looks like he looks like he could be 40. He looks like he could kick your ass. Oh, he could, he's got traps and and yips and buy and try. And so thoughtfully came back in the green room cuz I'm always worried about attendance but which by the way, if you could come to these shows and just spread the I want to be like a word of mouth guy like yes. Regan or uh, Maniscalco where it just spreads. Spread yes. it around. Spread your butter, folks. Herpes. But uh, Nick was talking to me, and he was like, you know, he's like, we think you're a great comic. He's like, I'm sorry there's not more people, but I don't know how times have changed. It felt like, you know, Michael and Vito in the garden. We was mm. like, you know, I thought I never, I never wanted this for you. I thought you'd be selling out this whole right, thing. Right. And I'm like, we'll get there, Pop. <laughs> it was a real moment, you know. Oh, so yeah. uh, I, I, I like that personal touch from That's the club. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it, it goes nice. a long way. And uh, again, a bunch of fans came out. So kind. We have the kindest, most thoughtful fans, which stick by us, by the way, if shit ever goes down. These days, you never know. It's going to happen, folks. We got comedians coming out telling other comedians what they should say. So it's a weird, topsy turvy time. The reckoning is coming. So please. 
keep supporting us because I'm terrified. I, I stay up at night just going, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. What oh, the fuck? yeah. We're, we're fucked. But we're good people. We just like irreverent humor, for God's sakes. Yes, and so do you. And I think our audience gets that, and they're smart. Every time I meet one of these guys, I go, hey, you're a fucking nerd. Thank God. Yeah. You get comedy. You get these are jokes, and you don't want it to go away. And we had women. We had women fans, too. I got to thank Lisa P. Who's Oh, she's got a birthday card for you. What? Lisa P., who, she's the one that came and saw me at Safeco Field before Pearl Jam. Ah, uh, Lisa P. So, uh, Big fan of the P. Thank you so much. There's your card. Oh, Open P. it on the show. Whoa. Open it up. What if it's personal? It's probably going to be personal. We don't right. have to read it, but you opening. can open it. Opening. Can you hear that? I don't know if you can hold the mic there. I got the mic it. Is down I got there. it. Oh, cute card. Nice card. Yeah, look at that. Oh! What is it? Oh, my God. It's you, a lock of pubes. Did you? No. <laughs> Uh, love the pod and Patreon. All your zaniness. Yes. Chipotle gifts. All right. Happy B Day, Mark. Nom, nom, nom. Lisa P. Rochester. Hold on. I hope Joe gets this to you. Happy B Day. Hope to see you live soon. Tuesday, Tuesday girl, love Lisa. Well, I got a tour there, uh, Lisa. Great Lisa to and see Joe. you. Yeah, good. Good egg. And then there was another table with just two women that they were dying laughing. And they were so excited to see the show. So we love the women, the women of, of the gays. We appreciate Big it. Big fan of the gay women, uh, the the two's dykes, <laughs> I guess we'll call you. The oh, libs. There's a swastika on the card. I don't know what that's about, but I appreciate it, Lisa. Speaking of which, egg. the Garfield tomb peppered with swastikas. No. Yeah, because bef- this is peppered. before the 30s. It'd be more salt. The, uh, the, 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 the Nazis took the swastika. And it was like Hindu and Buddhist, and it meant peace and love right, and right. anal or whatever. But then it didn't mean that. So like, you go to the Garfield's tomb, there's swastikas on his forehead and all over the place. Because it means peace. It means peace and understanding and thoughtfulness wow. and whatever, togetherness. Oh, that could really get me out of a jam. But the Nazis really destroyed it. Wow, they took another thing from the brown man. And the Hitler stash. There you go. That was Chaplin. So uh, you go, go, check it out. Um, go, go, gadget, swastika. Go, go, check it out. Go to the Garfield's tomb. Go to Mama Santa. I mean, I love that city. And then, of course, I, you know, Jason's from there. Fred's from there. So I love, I have love for those guys. I love the ballpark. And it's just nice. And I don't know when, I don't know. I was on drugs, I think, with the Cincinnati. It's That's, good to see on the on the good side. Yeah, I don't know. I'll never. What, what, were you, what do you think it was? Was it just a, a, a an indignance thing where you're like, I got to stick to my answer? Well, I love Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. Right. First of all, go bananas. I love that club love also. The club. I love working the club. I've been to that ballpark. It's right in the river. They got that bridge that the Brooklyn Bridge is based on, which is so cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge is the same guy. I think it's the same guy, but it was based on the design. It came before the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, Beautiful bridge, 400 Oak Street, you know. Uh, I like the Underground Railroad is neat, and I've always loved Cincinnati. They got a subway, too? Yeah, it's a, it's a nice town, and I do love Cincinnati. But And Cleveland, by the way, this is the other thing. Cleveland. More dangerous. Seven, eight years ago, nine years ago, was shit. Like, when I oh, first yeah. went there, I was like, the rock and roll is fucking cold. I was also, I was there with good weather this time, too. Aha. Uh-huh. Cincinnati, like, maybe a little bit warmer. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Cleveland, well, it's on the lake, Cleveland. But you're telling me the Brooklyn Bridge was built after the Kentucky Bridge? That, uh, yes, Cincinnati, oh, wow. yeah. So like we'd have that first in the, in the New York sit. Well, they had uh, other bridges or something. Bridges yeah, in Madison yeah. County, I don't know. But uh, what was I going to say? But Cleveland, well, the first time I went there, 07, 08, it was shit. The downtown, it's had a big resurgence. So oh, it's resurged yeah. a lot. Quite a resurgence. They built the ballpark down there, the football stadium. They've done a lot of work. But Cleveland could still use some work. The Like, you go to Chicago, Lake Michigan, it's all beach and beachfront. Beautiful. But you go to Cleveland, it's like there's a shitty airport that no one uses. Yeah. There's like a port. There's like a highway there. You're like, clear up the fucking yeah, coast. Yeah, get the shit out of there. You're on the ocean, for God's sakes. Are they? That's nah, a lake as a all joke. Right. Lake, same thing. The lake is huge. Big lake. Lake Cleveland. Big sky. All right. Well, good to have you on the right side of history. Great weekend. Happy to be back. Uh, oh, man. I loved it. Well, let me just say that. I forgot one little tidbit. Yeah, throw it out there. A lip bit. A lip bit. Lip biscuit. Ooh. So, <laughs> you. So uh, we're at the dinner, blue ribbon chicken, and I get an email. You know, I'm like half drunk. You look at your phone every like two hours. I'm like, uh, I got a couple whiskeys in me. I look at my phone. 
from my manager. He's in L.A., so that's three hours behind. Yep. So it's 8 o'clock me, 5 o'clock there, and he goes, uh, hey, good news and bad news. I can't remember what the bad news was, but the good news is, Hey, they want you to do James Corden. Hey! Next week. And I go, Jesus Christ, next week. So now I'm at dinner, peeing in the blue ribbon toilet, half buzzed, reading this email, and your whole night changes. You're like half excited, like, oh shit, TV. But then you're half like, a week? But then you're also like, well, it's Corden. Who watches that? So it was a, it was a wild it was a fun birthday gift. That's exciting. I you know what I was thinking about cuz we talked that night or the night after the day after. And I, I was thinking I'm like I have distinct memories of exactly where I was the moment I got the news of every late night. Me too. As as exciting and as memorable as the late night is getting that yes. news where you get like confirmed like here's your date, you're going to be on TV. And yes. You go, "Yeah!" And you have like that weird thing and you're like, "Yes, this is going to be awesome." And you then you're also nervous. It. You're picturing you on the on the stage and meeting all the guy, meeting Conan, meeting Letterman, whoever. Yeah, it's very uh, exciting and thrilling. I, I remember exact I was in Hawaii for one of them with Sarah. She was doing the wow. Adam Devine show, and I had nothing to do out there. And then you, when you go to like someone else's TV taping, you're like, oh, everyone's doing TV. I should be kind of in the career mode. Yes. Because it's like there's crew there, there's Comedy Central's there, there's industry. And you're it's, on a fucking, you got on flip-flops. So. And I'm sitting around on vacation going, what am I doing? And I got the email being like, Conan next week. So it puts you at ease. You're like, oh, all right, I can go enjoy myself because I yes. got Conan next week. So I remember that well and... I, remember, I was there when you got Letterman. I was with you. Yeah, I was excited. You were on stage. Yeah. Remember, I told you as you came off. Right, right. Very exciting. So that uh, was that was something. I was in the green room of Caroline's yeah. on Broadway. You're like, I just got Letterman. I was like, holy shit. Then you went right on stage. Yeah, it was so thrilling. So it's all very exciting. Tonight's show, I was down in South Carolina for my cousin's Marine graduation, which was fun. I couldn't tell anyone because it felt weird being like, you graduated from the Marines. I'm like, I'm doing the Tonight Show. Right, so I had right. to sit on it like a cock. I remember my first Conan. I was in a cab. On the way to Parkside Lounge, I was doing like five sets. I was in between sets, running to Parkside Lounge from, I don't know, Broadway Comedy Club. And I got a call, and I answered it and said, you're doing code. I said, eh, and I bombed the next show, but I didn't care. Yeah. I remember we were Vancouver was right before that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's we're right. We are all in Vancouver. I was newly sober. We all fucked. It was so fun. That was a great little trip. Carmen Lynch, Gary Veter, Phil, Phil Hanley, Sam, Sam was there. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Good time. A lot of glorious, glorious memories. Well, I'm excited. So you leave, as the time of us recording this, you're leaving Corden, this. Uh-huh. Uh, you're leaving, what, tomorrow or the next Wednesday, day? Wednesday flight out, meetings when I land. Ooh. That's how they get you in L.A., meeting, meeting, meeting. Go to bed, Orlando Hotel. Orlando. Very hip hotel. That's the cool thing about Corden. It shoots in Hollywood. It's not one of these Studio City nonsense things. Yeah. So it shoots in Hollywood, so I'm staying like two minutes away from the improv. Oh, that's fun. In the city, right there in Hollywood, West Hollywood, very gay. Do the show Thursday night. I'm doing two sets at the improv on Wednesday. Do the show Thursday night. Red Eye, back. Back, baby. To Manhattan. And I'll be here for Gotham Comedy Club, which I guess will be over by the time this comes out. Yep. All right. But that was a great weekend. You killed it, I heard. Thank you. Chris uh, Allen, I had some good, Ian Lara, some some real pals over there. John Fish is hosting. Oh, fun. Yeah, can't wait to hang out in that green room. I've never had, like, the Gotham green room to myself. No, that's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And uh, let me just say this, and then I'll toss it back to your fat ass. All right. <laughs> uh, some great nights. I Last weekend I did a, a gig in Jersey. Uh huh. Because I had the weekend in New York, so this guy goes, "Hey, you want to do a, a theater in New Jersey? You know, some money." I said, "Sure." Forgot about it. The date comes around. I Google it, like, "Where the hell is this theater?" Because you, you just think Jersey. I'll take a path. I'll take an Uber or whatever. Yeah, it's right over the water. Two and a half hours away. Uh, that's the thing is Jersey's wider than you think. Oh, it's girth. Like to drive to the Pennsylvania state line, that's like a two and a half hour journey out exactly. there. Exactly. Two and a half hour Jersey. Ah. Oof. I'll take it. All right. I appreciate I'm wearing it. a Jersey. So I go, fuck, how am I going to? So then I email, I, all right, let's see who's on the show. I'll email this guy. He's on the show. Maybe he's got a car. And he's like, oh, I'm actually in Jersey right now. I'm going to be there early. I'm like, fuck. By the way, that's usually what you say when you don't want to drive somebody. Probably. Your head. Yeah. That's well, what I always do. I, I can't tell you how many times I've told someone I have a family member that lives in the area. I'm like, oh, my uncle lives in Charlotte, so I'll just meet you at the gig because yeah. my uncle will be, you know, dog sitting. That's funny because the guy who said that lives in Brooklyn. 
So I was like, oh, he fucking rooked me. Yep. So then I asked this other lady. She's like, well, you could take the path and then take Jersey Transit and then transfer. And I was like, God damn it. So that's what I had to do. I had to take Jersey Transit from Penn Station, get on another train in like Hackensack, and then get an Uber. The whole thing took like three hours. I left my house at four. And then you get to the gig, and they're like, oh, you're closing. You're like, ah, shit, I got here way too early, and now I'm closing. So I begged the woman. I begged one. I'm not going to say her name, but she was on the show, and I begged her to get me home. Just like, give me to Newark. I'll take you to, just give me, I'll give you gas money, whatever it takes. I can't go back on those trains. It was too much. They're all done now. It's too late. Mm -hmm. By the way, I got to the gig, 800-seat theater, Sixty people? No, come oh, on! Oh yeah, sixty people and seventy-eight was the mean age. Oh, or median? Median, I think. Median yeah. age. What does mean? Mean is like when you're not nice to somebody. Ah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah, it was a it was a tough gig, and uh, you realize, you know, we're out, we're in this bubble. You go out into the world, and they don't know what Snapchat is. They don't know what an Instagram filter. is. All my jokes, I had to like retool. It's like, you guys ever heard of MacBook Pro? They're like, who's that? What's what position? Like, ah, fuck. All right. So uh, bomb there pretty bad, and then hightailed it back with this lady in Newark. And here's how I got the gig. Here's how I got the ride. Uh-oh. She's like, I'm trying to get a tape together for the Tonight Show. And I was like, oh, boy. You know, uh, if you give me that ride, I know the booker. Oh, and She was nice. like, is that right? And I was like, yeah, send me the tape. <laughs> so I got this old lady sending me a tape. <laughs> so I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll just have a premiere party and show it to all my friends. That's like that in the old days. I don't want to name names or cities, but there was a festival where you had to submit tapes. Uh-huh. And a friend of mine finagled his way into getting copies of all the submissions. Oh. And we would have parties. We'd get together Is and smoke right? pot and drink beers and watch all these dog shit submissions. That's hilarious. And you'd be surprised how many people submit tapes that aren't in front of an audience. What? Like, if you put out there, like, hey, we're having a contest, send us 25 bucks and uh, send a video, We want, or even if there's no money, just say, submit a tape. A lot of people, there are people out there that catch wind of this, and they think a festival is where they will debut their comedy. Interesting. Like, they're like, oh, I've always wanted to do comedy. Maybe I'll go do the Boston Comedy Festival. It's like Last Comic Standing. There's a line around the club at the audition night, and these guys have never done comedy. Exactly. So they'll do it in their home. They'll just set up a camera and go, boy, the other day I was getting my, uh, you know, asshole checked out and my eyebrows, whatever. Uh And there's no audience there. They're just literally talking to the camera at their house. Not a bad bit. (laughs) That's one of my old ones. Uh That's how I got into the festival the first time. (laughs) When's the last time you did the Boston Festival or contest? Uh, probably three years ago. Four yeah, we years did it ago. together. We remember we co-headlined. We, you hosted, and I closed, and then we flipped in the yeah, second show. Yeah, that was fun. That was the Somerville Theater. And then we did a live pod too, oh, with that, Bulger and uh, Alvin. Oh, that was what five years, four years ago? That must have been three years ago, probably four years. Yeah, maybe. we had fans at that one. Oh yeah, we've had fans for a long time. We really are very God, grateful. Let me Lisa, say this: speaking Lisa of P. speaking of fans, I, I I've just cleaned out my apartment. I found, like, I got like 80 Chipotle gift cards. Yeah, you do. So we appreciate the support, but I got to say to everyone, if you want to get a gift and support or whatever. Patreon? Can can I switch to Starbucks for something? Because I'm going to Starbucks three times a day. Oh, yeah. I'm staying on Chipotle. But, I mean, I got boxes of these things. Yeah, well, give them to the poor. No, what, are you going to wrap me up and feed me to the poor? Uh, you two-faced Irish lace curtain fuck. It's just uh, I got I got too many right now. So I mean, go to the Patreon too because there's a bunch of stuff. That's three bucks a month, and you can get a bunch of bonus shit. I mean, a ton of bonus stuff on there. We're about to record another bonus. You All the live right. stuff. The Patreon is really a place to be. Oh, your hot spot. Yeah, and just and talk to somebody if you don't know. Talk to someone that has the Patreon. They're they're written and raving about how good it is. They're raving. not raving. They're just raving. But yeah, maybe a Starbucks gift card or a movie theater gift card. I mean, I appreciate it. Or just cash. I don't know what you want to do. I appreciate the support. And I don't want to not get the support because I'm so grateful for it. And it's so kind. But I got Chipotle. I could eat for two years straight with this stuff. I'm overwhelmed. What? uh, Okay. I guess I'm eating there more than you. I don't know. I mean, I eat a lot, but I mean, you might have cards that you just can't find or something. I just went through my desk and there was like stacks of them. Maybe there's no money on them, and I just never. I probably should check to make sure there's money on them. Yeah, yeah. I got about 30 of them. But, I mean, I eat there four times a week still. All right, so do I. But it's been years. But uh, someone gets you a $25 gift card, that's 
two or three burritos. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, but hey, we all, God love you. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never been more grateful for anything in my life. You, oh. you care more than my parents do. Let me ask you this. What, what's the deal with MoviePass? Everybody's shitting on it. Is that out? I got rid of it, and here's what I, my theory. I think I said this before on this podcast, but maybe not. It's a great scam they pulled. Oh, really? Here's what you do. This is what they Please, think they did. This is my conspiracy theory, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but... I think they go, hey, everyone sign up. It's 10 bucks a month. You go to unlimited movies all over the country. You can go to fucking seven a week. Uh-huh. And people are like, wow, how does they even pay for that? How do they pay for that? That seems crazy. All the theaters are participating. Yes. Okay. So it seems very strange. Sure. So you get millions of people to sign up because they're like, this deal is insane. One movie is 15 bucks. Yeah. I'll pay 10 bucks. Oh, my God. You What's get 10 the- million people to sign up. Then. What's the rub? Here's the rub. After six months, they go, we can't afford this. It's down to three movies a month, and we choose the movie. So what? here's what happens. Everyone goes, that sucks, but they count on millions of people not taking the time to go and unsubscribe. Cancel, yes. It's, it's the same method that Planet Fitness uses. They go, mm. we're 10 bucks a month, but they know that 60% of the people will just pay and never cancel. Right. So they're just getting that money for nothing. Your yes. chicks for free. Uh-huh. So I think all these fucking movie pass people... So many people just forgot to sign because I, I made sure to unsubscribe because now it's specific movies. They choose. You can, have, you can see one of these three movies. Oh, no. So it's horseshit, but there's definitely tons of people not unsubscribing or of whatever course. it is. And then they just get the money. Same, I had that happen with PBS. I paid for PBS to see the Vietnam doc. Yeah. And it's monthly. I haven't canceled it. Then next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire and Vietnam is on Netflix. Ah. So now I'm paying for PBS for nothing. I haven't looked at it in years. They make it so tricky to can't. I'm still on AOL. Yeah, they don't even know how to get it, the money back. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to can't. They should just make it a button. Just click yes or no or a checkbox, something. But they make you got to fill out paperwork and fuck your dad. The whole thing. No, MoviePass blows and they did it on purpose, I feel like. So did you get out? I'm out. Oh, wow. I went on and I ended it. You fled like Nazi Germany. Yeah. Good movie. Um, but anyways, all right, should we start to wrap this thing oh, up yeah. or what? Because I, I saw a lot of people shitting on MoviePass on the uh, Twitter box, so I got a little confused there. Yeah, now it's, I think it's three movies a month, but it's not every movie. Oh. It's like they got specific movies that you're allowed to see. Because even three is solid, but yeah, if you can't pick the movie, I don't want to go see, you know, uh, what the hell, uh, great, Crazy Rich Asians four times. Yeah, well, Ronnie Chang's in there. Ah, oh, I do nice. love Chang. He's a rich Asian. What a great guy. Great guy, funny guy, cool guy. Let me, let me, can I plug a thing? Please. Tonight, that's right, tonight, if you're in the New York City area, tri-state area, I'm at the Fat Black Pussycat at 8.30 p.m. with my old pal Matt Wayne and my old pal Sarah Talamash. Come out, it's tonight, Fat Black Pussycat, I think it's 10 bucks. All right. So come on out. It's an early enough that you can get back home. So all you New York City gays, come out. Yeah, I love that room. That's like my new favorite thing in New York, doing that hour in the city. You do a 7 o'clock hour. You're home by 9.30. Beautiful. So, uh, And then next weekend, Norway, Bergen on Thursday and Friday, Oslo, Saturday. I still don't even know where I'm going, so go to that. Yeah. Uh, and then DC Draft House, one of my favorite Woo-wee. rooms. I cannot wait to be in this room. I love this room. October 19th and 20th. I love that city. I've been going there for so long. So come out to that. The week after that, Sacramento Punchline, October 25th, 26th, 27th. You got that right. Sacktown, the Bay Area, and back down. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, live Tuesdays with Stories with Bert Kreischer, Nick Vatterod, Henry Phillips. Yes. Mark and I, October 30th. Come out to that. And oh, then yeah. St. Louis Funny Bone next month. St. Louis, Funny Bone, uh, November 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'm coming back to Dr. Grin's right after that. And then December is a huge month. I mean, that's down the road, but Portland Helium, Charlie Goodnights, or just Goodnights it's called now, I think. I think it's just called Goodnights. Just Goodnights, yeah. But yeah. It's a great club and uh, run by the Helium Jews. That's in Raleigh, and then Helium, uh, December 27th through the 29th in Philadelphia. So I got Portland Helium, Philadelphia Helium, Raleigh Goodnights all in December. Check out the website, Comedian Joe List. Suck your own dick. Thank you. Yes. All right. Let me uh, throw some jizz on the wall, see if it sticks. Uh, this weekend, I'm in New Jersey, New Brunswick at the Stress Factory Comedy Club. Classic club, Jersey, East Coast. You got to come by. Everybody's done it. I think Geraldo died there. Something oh, yeah. like that. Then yes, I'm in Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. 
And uh, then I'm at the Funny Bone in Cincinnati with my old pal Chris Al. And uh, also Rogue Island Comedy Festival. That's Ooh. in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. I think that's October 8th. It's a Monday. Let me just double check. Yes, Rogue Island Comedy Fest. Doug Key put on a nice little fest over there. And it's a it's just a killer venue. And it's just a good vibe. So if you're in the Newport area... Then, one of my favorites, very excited about this, Cap City Comedy Club. Somebody dropped out. They gave me the date. That's October 24th through 27th. Come on out. I'm going to go straight from there to L.A. L.A., baby. For the old live pod at the Improv. Joe Fatty just mentioned it. Uh, yeah, also check me out on Corden. Spread the love because nobody watches those clips. So let's try to share and queef and anal then i'm at rumors in winnipeg not bragging laughs in seattle a lot of seattle tuesdays we'd love to have you then uh oh boy black friday i don't like the sound of that zanies in chicago love that club love that city they've got an l elevated train deep dish skyline comedy club in appleton wisconsin pittsburgh improv and uh boston for new year's so a lot of good stuff coming up tell the gays tell the dykes tell the world we are the world we are the children praise allah we love you hit the patreon get a merch pump shirt we'll see you at the live show audible audible we love you and uh yeah I guess that'll do it. Say hello. Give us a hug and come on out. Word of mouth. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> oh, I, I love Jurassic Park. Thank you. We'll see you in hell. Oh,